Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to School After Hours Podcast, where staff, administrators, and families keep their finger on the pulse of the wonderful world of OST programming, aka our school time programming. I am your host, Jay Lee, and on today's show, we have the wonderful Tysis, aka Tyson Teasley, on the show. She is a mental health professional and the founder of Nurturing Minds, a nonprofit organization that aims to uplift families by providing parent coaching, youth support services, summer programs, and year-round therapeutic services. Tyson is also a certified mindfulness coach and youth facilitator. In this episode, we talk about how she used her skill set in the mental health field to make a business and after-school program that offers creative therapeutic outlets for youth while helping them build life skills at the same time. So before we go into this interview, let's go ahead and jump into our community corner. Community corner is a segment of the show that allows guests or myself to share tips, advice, or information with families and youth in the community. For this episode's Community Corner, I asked Tyson, what are three things youth and families can do to practice mental health and make it a part of their life routine? Here was her response. Okay. Well, how youth or families uh, or youth and families can start to begin um, to use mental health in their home settings. For me, I believe it's being honest and open with each other, allotting time for personal space, and to just sort out your differences within yourself, definitely making room for new normals and meditation. I think that's like a major thing, just allotting that time for you to gather your thoughts, for you to come to terms with decisions you've made or decisions you need to make. Mm-hmm. I think that is like majorly important. I think we try to do everything in a micro in a micro minute and everything just gets so so crazy and, and it drives us there, it drives us to that point. So, yeah. So for those things, go a little bit more into depth. Okay, well, just definitely being honest. We don't, everyone, I think some people are so used to cookie cutting things or just not going straight in and letting people know exactly how they feel. And when you don't fully express yourself, that creates a lot of anxiety, that creates self-doubt, you know, because it kind of creates a dishonest world because a lot of us just tell ourselves what we want to hear most times anyway. But when we're with our families, I think that's where you should be your most vulnerable or try to be your most vulnerable. And then in this day and time, we had to make room for new normals. And if we're trying to fight against the changes, that can be stressful as well because, you know, obviously we see what's winning. So we want to make room for new normals and then support each other in that space with the new normals because we all need that. And the a lot, the time for peace and meditation is so important because there's so much going on in the world. If you do not take a moment for yourself, it, it can be stressful. It can be detrimental to your health. Thank you, Tyson, for sharing that lovely information with us. Now, let's jump into the show. So, Miss Teasley, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the mental health profession. Well, I am a mom of four boys, um, a teen mom. I started as a teen mom, and that alone has its own stressors. Trying to navigate through that world pushed me into the mental health world as I struggled with my own mental health difficulties as a teen parent. Once I became an adult, I wanted to dive deeper into the mental health world to be able to help teens that were experiencing things that, that I experienced growing up. 
and being a teen parent. Outside of that, I just once I got into that field, I saw areas of need and I wanted to explore those areas. I wanted to see what else was out there for me to do, what other avenues I could take, just everything. It just intrigued me. The mind intrigued me, emotions intrigued me. And then also I wasn't dealing with my own. I wasn't dealing with my own emotions and I kind of dove head first into the mental health field to try to figure myself out before seeing a therapist, which just opened up a whole new world for me. And as I got deeper into the mental health field, I started to work with several agencies and different practices and to see what they were doing. And it just tapped into something that we like to call our purpose. And sometimes you can't, excuse me, sometimes you can't get away from that. So everything that I did, everything that I came across, it was all in the mental health field. And it just made me just, it just worked out that way, honestly, Mm -hmm. when I was little. And I guess it was the life preparing me for what I would have to go through in my adult years when I have my, my other children and having to deal with separation and anxiety and depression mm-hmm. from my youth, mm-hmm. from my children. So just understanding or putting myself in their shoes and just learning how to deal with their, their challenges. Mm-hmm. And from there, I went on to start my own practice to do different things with the youth, to try to touch base with the youth in alternative ways, which led me here. Awesome. Awesome. So while you were going through your career, through your profession as a mental health professional, what brought you to the point of, you know what, I might need to do something on my own because I see specifically something that needs to be tapped into, something that needs to be dealt with, that these other organizations might not be able to put their finger on, but I know it's there. Definitely working with the the different mental health agencies and seeing how they were utilizing the same practice for different situations. Of course, we all go to the DSM. It was DSM-4 back then. Of course, we always run to that and we look at the diagnoses and things like that. So what is a DSM for those that don't know? (laughs) It's the the Bible of diagnoses. (laughs) It is the Bible of diagnoses. So you go in there, basically a person would display certain behaviors and then Mm -hmm. you would go into this DSM-4 and you would be able to look up the certain behaviors underneath and it would classify a a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So I would see people run to that and the lives of these youth were not really in the book. They were going through some things that were bigger and deeper and darker than Mm -hmm. than we've seen and on an everyday basis, Mm -hmm. like this was their normalcy. So seeing that... And seeing a lot of, like, you would have kids that would come in and they would change for the moment. But when they get back home, they're right back in that environment. Mm. So it was, we had to reprogram them every day. And every Monday it was a reprogram when I was in the school system. And it was all the time. It's like, let me just talk about this. But, you know, when we're at home and they, they come back, I mean, they're, they go home and they deal with so much. And they come to school, they come to the after school program or whatever community-based uh, service that they're in and it's their safe space mm-hmm. so I decided to create such a thing outside in the community that, that the school can tap into but the child can actually just go there on their own mm-hmm. awesome. so that's something I wanted to do so that leads me to my next question for you there are different sections of your business nurturing the minds can you briefly talk about <clears throat> each of them and why you created them yes so Nurturing Minds uh, is the baby. Nurturing Minds, the baby that turned into the mother. How about that? So she, <laughs> yes, because she started off as the baby. You know, it was how I was trying to understand myself and nurture my own mind, honestly. Yeah. Learning how to do that because I don't think, I, I know 
I feel. Mm-hmm. In my childhood growing up, my mind wasn't nurtured. It was boom, boom, and you know, explosive, explosive after explosive after explosive. Right. And I started, I needed to nurture my own mind. And so with that, just taking up courses for parent coaching, just learning the mental health field, learning more about myself, and that's how Nurture Minds came about. So underneath Nurture Minds, there is parent coaching. Mm-hmm. There is CPR and first aid training for parenting and youth uh, employment development services. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a foundation now. So Nurture Minds is the nonprofit organization. And we do a lot of things for the community. Also, aside from Nurture Minds, there is Therapy Undefeated. Therapy Undefeated is my therapeutic mentoring service for you. It is a alternative therapeutic experience for you. So instead of referring them or sending them to your run-of-the-mill therapy session where they get to sit on the couch and talk about their feelings, they actually get to uh, engage themselves in activities that challenge them to address these challenges, these difficulties that they're experiencing. You have to communicate. You're assigned with a mentor and you have to communicate and build these positive relations. And also it's a safe space mm-hmm. so that they get to come there create these these relationships with these protective factors if they are old enough to start to begin to look into entrepreneurship or employment skill development there's the nurturing cafe where they can access those skills and they can learn and be uh, communicative and learn how to engage with the community and adapt to other peers in similar situations right so when you sat down to build out uh therapy undefeated the youth experience how did you begin to put your plan together? Like what impact did you want it to have on the students that would go ahead and, you know, enroll themselves or parents that would enroll their child in that service? I wanted them to address emotional challenges. I wanted them to learn how to develop positive peer and community relationships, but I also hope to tap into hidden skills and talents. Mm-hmm. Music saved me. Music saved me. When I tell you my life has a soundtrack, for every situation, <laughs> it did. I would get lost in music. It, it just was everything to me. I love art, even though I can't draw. Even in meetings, I would find myself, I listen, I doodle. Mm. Well, that's how I listen. I'm a plant and vine person. I love to draw them. I have no green thumb, but I love to draw them. <laughs> Plants die in my world. But I love them. I think they're beautiful. And so if I could bring these things that help me and put it under one roof, Mm-hmm. and allow youth to come in and explore these things that hopefully we can not only manage their emotions, teach them how to communicate their emotions, but also identify hidden talent. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. And using that, I feel, instead of just, like you said, going to the book and seeing what the diagnostic is and go ahead and giving these these quote-unquote certain, I don't want to call them remedies, but use them mm-hmm. as certain remedies for what the students are experiencing, it's actually giving them opportunity to tap into those talents. Um, that they have and use those things as their therapy so I feel like that is an amazing and also helps skill so I think that is amazing absolutely thank you so much I think that sometimes I know that the youth are they allow the challenges to suppress so many beautiful things about them they don't have an opportunity to think about how good of a dancer how good of a singer how good of a rapper how good of a clothing design they are because they are managing the stress of the parents, the stress of the community, the stress of being a regular teen. Like, why do I have boots? You know, like mm. I was that kid. Yes. <laughs> like, I was that kid. Yes. It's like, I don't yes. want these things. Like, why are they here? I can't play football like this. I want them to take me serious. So just being able to have a space where they're able to 
explore this or explore that or today I feel like writing a poem or today I feel like putting a beat behind my my poem and making a song and having a resident DJ to actually help them to explore that and see what that sounds like you never know all of a sudden we may have our next Kanye West you know we we never know we never know so if that's something that I'm able to do if I can have a part in that Mm -hmm. I'm all for it Got it. So in Therapy Undefeated, like what are the specific things that you offer in that? But also how do you get them to use it for their professional development, like giving them like work skills? Mm-hmm. Well, so in the Nurturing Cafe, cafe, we definitely do the work skills in there. The Nurturing mm-hmm. Cafe is a youth brand cafe where they're able to become the servers, hostess, waitress, hospitality they do it all in there and then they are surveyed. They are, the guests will complete a survey sheet based mm-hmm. on their, their skills that they displayed. Mm-hmm. With that, they don't even know that they are learning how to engage in the community, make quick decisions, problem solve, budget and manage money, employment skill. Maybe, I don't know, they want to own their own restaurant. Mm-hmm. All they know is I'm running this food out here. I'm talking to these people and I got to get it right. You know, and so after a while, they started like, wait a minute, when you think about it, I've talked to 12 different people that I didn't know. Right. You know, I had to control my anger. Mm-hmm. I had to make a decision. I had to remember these orders. I had to, you know, be positive mm-hmm. in a place where it was a lot of chaos. So now I'm learning how to, to sound, to block out distractions. Mm-hmm. So all these things are going on and they don't even know it. So that's the fun part of the Nurturing Cafe. It's like, hey, you just learned something today and you don't even know it. Right, right. But um, <laughs> also, like, that's the fa- my favorite part. But also within Therapy Undefeated, they also learn how to do music, sound, and production through our resident DJ. Okay. They learn how to refurbish and make clothes for our girls that like, or guys that like to be, fa- want to be fashion designers and express themselves through clothing. Mm-hmm. They also get a mentor where they can build positive interactions with adults in this, in this therapeutic space. They also, they also get to engage themselves in actual art, mm-hmm. games, and just they can come in and talk if they want to. There's one-on-one time if you want to come in, if you're having an issue at home and you want to come in and just take some time to yourself if your parent wants to come in and take some time with you or take some time with me and we can discuss challenges and different things of that nature. This is what this space is for. Awesome, awesome. How long have you been doing Therapy Undefeated? This is its what year? It's going to, it's it's almost its third year. No, second year. Okay, yeah. almost its second year. Yeah. In your experience, based on how long that you've had it, like how do you feel that these alternatives are helping the youth? I think it's awesome. I must say that I started out with just boxing. I was working, well, not even working, I'm sorry. My son was attending East End Boxing Club, I'm sorry. And I was utilizing that for his emotional management. And when he was there, I noticed the friends that he had connected with, they were having differences and things of that nature. And so being able to see them and see what they were going through and then parents putting their girls in there and other kids. And I'm like, not every parent wants their child to be Mayweather. You know, it has to be some other reason that they're putting these kids into this program. So instead of just subjecting them to just boxing, mm-hmm. I decided to expand it. And so now they have all these other different activities that they can engage in as well. Awesome. So I think it's awesome when they can just have options. Mm-hmm. It's like try a little bit of everything, see where. Yes. like absolutely. And yeah. then... If today is boxing and tomorrow is art, it's cool. Right. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Yes, and then you can decorate. That's all I'm saying. You can decorate (laughs) your boxing gloves. That's all I'm saying. You can make it better. So just allowing them that freedom of space, of freedom of expression, Mm -hmm. I think is is beautiful. I don't think the youth truly understand the benefits of truly expressing yourself and being your full authentic self. You know, they're so busy trying to be mom, dad, in some situations, they're trying to be strong, they're trying to be brave, they're trying to be confident, they're trying to be a boy, they're trying to be a girl, they're trying to be, you know, everything. So it's like, it's so many different things that they are trying to be. And the one thing they forget to be is themselves. Right, 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 right. Very true. Very true. And then providing them that space to find out who that is, especially at a young age is important. Because I feel like once you own in on those skills as a teenager, like when you become into an adult, there's nothing that nobody can tell you as far as telling you who you are, because at that point, you know who you are. Yeah, because you tried everything. You've been a box, a fire truck. You tried tried everything. And so now you want to be something else. And that's fine. So I think I think it's a it's a great space. I think it's a great opportunity, and it's my baby. I'm always excited about it. Awesome. And I know for some of your kids, how do you go about making detailed plans for them? Like, do you have them set goals for where they want to go, or if you see them uh, struggling with a specific behavior, do you then have to tap into your you know mental health hat, put that on, and be like, okay, like we need to do for you? How do you go about that process? Yes, we definitely set goals. Uh, they are assigned a mentor, and the mentor assess what their uh, assess their skills or their challenges or concerns. If if they're in that space, mm-hmm. yes. If we have to just develop the trust first, mm-hmm. and then we get to a second space where we're like, okay, I see that he has difficulty communicating, blah, blah, blah. and then we can set those goals. So it's a space where they're able to be fluent. And they're able to be themselves and we're able to see what it is that they need to work on. And ultimately we work on everything. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to separate the kids and say, Oh, he's working on this and he's working on that. No, we're gonna, everybody's gonna work on everything. Right. Because we need it. Right. You know, everybody's gonna yeah, it's all inclusive. We're we're working on everything. Everybody's doing everything. So I think that's awesome that we can um just tap into those areas and and just hit every hit, hit everything well-rounded, create well-rounded individuals. And in their practice and as they're going through um therapy undefeated my question for you is how do you get them to practice like healthy mental health habits like kind of make it a routine for them to go ahead you might need to set some time apart for your day to just kind of clear your head when you're in set you know when you're upset you might need to take a minute to do some deep breathing just to refocus your mind mm-hmm. like how Absolutely. to practice those things and make it part of their habit you know for their day-to-day journaling each kid gets a journal. We encourage them to journal, to journal their thoughts, to journal their times, even if they have to take a mental break, if they have to take that break to, to, to get their, their thoughts together and debrief. Absolutely. We encourage them to journal. We do. I'm also a mindfulness coach. So to set aside time for them to actually implement that and just take time to acknowledge right now and accept right now, I think is major because again, their minds, our minds, everybody's minds are all over the place and we don't fully appreciate the now. So to be able to get them to stop and do that, to practice journaling is amazing. I used to write so much when I was little. I had like several journal books I had. They were beautiful. I just, you know, when you buy a beautiful book, you just want to write in it. And so that's the one thing that we always, we help them to do that. We help them to learn how to journal. So yeah, journaling is is amazing and actually a lot in time for them, for them to take time for themselves. Awesome. Get those feelings down because that is important. And I know that it's a good record to keep when you get older and you look back on, you know, some of the things that you've been through. You're like, you can see growth. You can see growth. Yep.
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's important for them to see. Like you weren't where you were when you started. Absolutely. In spite of everything that has been said or seen, like you are making progress. Absolutely. My last question for you is thinking five to 10 years down the line, where do you want to see Nurturing Minds and Therapy Undefeated at? Household names. Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. I want household names. Absolutely. That's it. That's all I want. Household names. I want to be a center for everything. We're, we're close to having a lot of things. We don't have everything. We're close to having a lot of things. And I want this to be a safe space for everyone. I want it to be a household name. I want people to know they can come there and get food. They can come there and get clothing. You can come there and get services. You can come there and get whatever it is you need. So that is our goal. One of my goals before this was to have a building, to have a space, a safe space, and I have that. And so now just to make the community know that I'm out here and I'm willing to help and whoever, um, I'm willing to link with like-minded individuals so that we can meet the needs of the community. I know that's right. Well, that is our interview, everyone. Hopefully you enjoyed what you heard. And now we're before we say goodbye, for real, for real, we're going to go ahead and roll into our professional corner. Professionals Lounge is a segment of the show that allows guests to share advice and tips with other practitioners in the OST and youth development fields about how they can begin growing their gifts and talents, but also developing themselves as professionals in the field. So Tyson... I know I called you Tyson, Miss Teasley. We're going to pick one before the end of this. I'm game. all of them. I'm all of them. <laughs> I am she and she is me. I'm all of them. <laughs> so, um, Tyson, when you think about your career and working with youth, also being a mental health professional, if you had a chance to sit down with your younger professional self, what advice would you give yourself? Run. No, I'm just joking. I would give myself is be authentic, love yourself and deal with your trauma early. Mm. (laughs) Deal with your trauma early. Be honest about what it is that you're experiencing. That's really it though, love yourself. I never really understood what that meant. You know, I'm like, I look in the mirror, I like how I look. And that's what I thought it meant. But no, it's really loving what you've been through, loving what what you've experienced, loving what you've overcame, and loving who you are outside of that because Trauma changes you, you know? And when you're little and you don't even know who you are and you experience some type of trauma, it kind of distorts your vision a little bit because it's like, am I who I was before this? Mm -hmm. Or am I who I am after this? And that can be confusing. I know it was really confusing for me. It's like, I want to be this person, but this, and oh, so crazy because I have a t-shirt and I wear it all the time and I got it made for myself and it says experiences raised me. Mm. And it, as crazy as it is, that is the truth. Like we are raised by our experiences, even even if those experiences are from our parents or from our siblings or from what happened to us on the playground, like it changes us, you know? And so the experience definitely raised me my my life experiences raised me and I fought it for so long I'm like no I am not my trauma I don't have to talk about that whenever someone would bring it up I would cry you know and it's like wait a minute instead of me shying it or shunning it and you know like no I don't want to hear about it no I have to embrace it because everything happens for a reason right 
Right. And in order for me to be where I am, I had to have gone through what I went through because I wouldn't have the experience, the knowledge, the thought, you know, the the wherewithal, like the old people say, the wherewithal. I wouldn't have any of that to be able to to stand or sit where I am. You know, I just be a person that says, "Yeah, I know what you mean," and really don't know what you mean. So, in order to be authentic in that, you had to go through some stuff. So I he put me through the test, and you know, I passed it. Well, thank you. Thank you for giving us your time and being on the show. If you have anything that you want to plug, go ahead and put it in there so the people know how to reach you for your <coughs> you I definitely want to give a shout out to 2022 Summer Experience. It's the summer program. <laughs> My summer program starts June the 20th and it lasts to August the 19th. We are accepting youth. We have field trips. We have indoor field trips, outdoor field trips. We had a great time last year. We are partnered with Henrico Parks and Rec. We have two, two, one and a half locations. So we are located off Mechanicsville, 2417 Brockway Lane. Come out, sign up. Nurtureminds.info is our website. You can go in, you can sign up. We are accepting, we're excited, and we're ready. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of our show. I'd like to thank Tyson for being our guest today. This was a great conversation and I had so much fun. I hope you're able to come back again and do another segment with us on mental health and therapeutic alternatives. Hopefully we could do this on a live someday, you know, we'll put that out there. If you enjoyed this episode and feel you received some good information, give us a review on Apple Podcasts or visit the Podchasers website and leave us a comment. This will help us get some feedback on the show and collect testimonials for our personal website. Share us, share us, share us, share us, share us with your friends, share us with your family, share us with your network. Help us spread the word about how OST programs are impacting our youth and our communities. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podcast Addict. Well, that's all I have for today. In the words of Mr. Arthur Ashe, start where you are, Use what you have and do what you can. Until next time, bye-bye.